Matt Ryan here, and folks, the countdown is on. If you want to be my boss, if you want to own a piece of the A7FL, the time is now. We are counting down until November 7th. That is right, November 7th, the day before Election Day, is the last day of our Start Engine campaign. So we want you to sign up right now. Go to startengine.com slash A7FL and sign up. Once again, that's startengine.com slash A7FL. again everybody we are on the fantastic voyage that is the a7fl three on one podcast we're a little late this week you're used to us dropping on wednesday we're so sorry real life in the new york metropolitans got in the way but we're here a day later and as always i'm your host for some reason it's because well i know where the bodies are buried matt ryan i'm kidding of course i don't know where anything is buried not even my own mother and joining us as always he's my quarterback he you already know who it is he's the lovely the talented Corey hammond and protecting the line, he knows how to make moves, and he knows how to put motherfuckers in the turf. He's big. Rob Fabian. Gentlemen, great to be back on the pod. Last week, we had David Isaacs on the show. We were chopping it up with him. But this week, we have an A7FL award winner. The first of the 2022 award winners to join us after winning an award. And interesting to note, the first current or 2022 U player to join us on the podcast he is isaac isaac negron the a7fl defensive player of the year isaac welcome to the three-on-one podcast pal hey what's up guys thank you for having me thanks for having me not a problem well, in the slightest thanks for coming on it's it's good to it's good to have a conversation with you when we're not across the field from each other and you're trying to hurt me so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the case, huh? <laughs> well, I, I I bark a lot, but as you know, I'm standing in the in the in the pocket, and I don't I don't bite much. So you know, it, it's it's nice to maybe just get a chance to uh, you know leave this encounter without a few bruises. I got you, no problem. But I Isaac, yeah. it's great to have you here on the show. Congratulations. Uh, to you winning the Defensive Player of the Year award. And you were telling us before the show, of all people to tell you, you didn't know that the podcast was dropping the awards first. It was Carnell Wachter of the BIC who let you know, hey, you're the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he, he, uh, he sent me uh, somewhat of a vague message that just said, DPOY, and then that was it. And then um, he didn't send a congrats yet. So I sent him back a message and was like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't know who won. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know when it comes out. I've been looking. Uh, you know, and then he goes, no, I'm telling you, you are the defensive player of the year. Congrats. And then I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know. Where did you find it? And then that's when he let me go. He sent you know, me over to the podcast. KWAC is very cryptic. Just, just in case people didn't know, KWAC is very cryptic and really, really funny. Really funny guy once you get to know him. And, and he wonders a lot. He's always wondering. He's asking that question. He's asking why people did it. And uh, I really don't understand. 
You know, I, I think he's like the great thinkers like Descartes and Kant. You know, why you do that? How did you Kant do that? Is, is the way you, you pronounce what KWAC is? No, I'm not. No, no, he is Kantian. <laughs> oh, I saw. Oh, no, I've okie doked myself. Um, <laughs> but it, the, the camaraderie of the A7FL is a really interesting thing. You guys have been playing against each other, three gentlemen on the call with me, for nearly, if not over a decade, from Town Beef into the A7FL. And I think rarely, with the exception of Rob and Isaac, never really played on the... Rob and Corey played together. Rob and Isaac played together. I don't think all three of you, or you and and you and Isaac, uh, Corey, have ever played together. But there's this camaraderie there. There's this friendship there to where Karnak, you know, KWAC was against you in the championship game, lining up against you in the biggest game of the season. And he's still giving you your props and your flowers after an amazing 2022 season. And I don't want to take away from, uh, you know, the humility of KWAC because we all know how humble the man is. Um, but, you know, I, I also think that it's very under, it's very important to understand that the reason KWAC probably sent that to Isaac is because he was listening, hoping that it was him because if you, the first person, uh, KWAC will mention as the greatest players of all time in the history of football at any level. Um, it, one through five would be very similar to that uh, Puff Daddy vehicle in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, where Dylan was talking about who's the best rapper. <laughs> well, KWAC will say, Who's the best football player of all time? KWAC, 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 KWAC. And then at the and fifth comes KWAC. So for, for him to reach out to Isaac just shows exactly what you're talking about, Matt. And, you know who's the OLI back. on that list, by the way? I know that <laughs> list. I know the OLI on that list. You want to know who it is? Yes. Dan Pastorini of the Houston Oilers. There you go. I don't know why, but it's Dan Pastorini. And, and hey, and you know. So to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Matt, you know, before the show, Isaac, we were talking and kind of reminiscing. Um, you are one of the elder statesmen in this league. And that's kind of, uh, you know, coming from myself, obviously, you know, and I have more gray hairs than anybody. It looks like I've been playing since the eighties. Um, and then also Rob, who falls in the same category. You've always played at a pretty high level, Isaac, right? We could, we could all agree to that. Um, but I think in the, in, you know, in 2021, maybe back till, you know, some of your younger days and your more athletic days, you know, you were playing at a certain level that was, you know, well above average, but, you know, not in the discussion for best defensive guy in the entire league. So I'll be the first to say that watching Rob, Rob really coming shade. in, coming in yeah, with the shade already. My yeah, man, my man, like a curtain. I like, no, I feel like Isaac, Isaac has been in the discussion for best defensive player in the league a few times. It's just unfortunately those few times you get you get guy like Isaac was playing next to Olay for a few years. You gotta remember that too. So even if Isaac was doing his thing, you know, Olay is Olay. I mean, he might have got outshined that year. And then you know, then you had the the year Ron had. Isaac was still balling, but then Ron was coming down laying the wood pause on everyone. So it's like I feel like Isaac got shorted a few times. He he was in the running to being defensive player of the year and as a guy that like really looked forward to blocking Isaac in all his different 
iterations because Isaac has not been the same player from start to finish. I, I lied to you now, and he can attest. When I first played Isaac, I remember one of the first games I played against Isaac. Isaac had long hair. He was a running back that was on the defensive line, outspeeding me tremendously. It was bad. Like, my ankles were hurting. Everything was hurting. But I kept having to block this guy. And I'm like, all right, yo, this guy's good. I don't know if you remember that game, Isaac. It was like a really muddy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's back when uh, um, you were on uh, – what team were you on? You was on Riot Squad? Or you was, I might have been uh, on Riot Squad or Riot Squad or Disciples or early BIC. Yeah, it was yeah, early. Yeah. Really muddy game. Yeah, like, I had to throw out all my that. clothes. Yeah. yeah I, like, so, I've been playing <laughs> – yeah, I've been playing against Isaac from back then. But there's, like, three different Isaacs. There's the speedy, agile Isaac. Then there's this middle Isaac that combined a little bit of strength with some agility and speed. And then there's, like, muscle man tank Isaac, who we, who we have right now. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and that, that must be a yeah, testament agree. to playing here. You agree, right? Like, there's, that's a testament to playing in his league. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was kind of that's what I was kind of saying. And, and Rob, you even you you put it even better than I could. And I would have probably talked for another twenty minutes, not been able to say it as good as you just did. But what I was trying to say is, is that you know, in that time period, all this time goes by. Not that Isaac wasn't a good player. It's just you know, consideration for these awards goes to the guy that you say, "Wow, I see him popping off the screen and making all the plays." Isaac, for a lot of his career, was you know, and I, this is no shade at all, happy to be the guy that the offensive line commits to and allows guys like Fletch or, you know, for, yeah, for the Chiefs, you know, you know, guys like, you know, you know, whoever it was, whether it was Big Mo or, or, or um, the, you know, yeah, Lambert, the linebacker, yeah, coming off, you know, off, you know, unblocked, you know, from the blitz. So my question, Isaac, is, is what was it this year that, kind of made you turn up was it the, the guys around you allowing you to play a little bit more freely or do you think you really mastered this new version of Isaac Isaac 3.0 according to Rob and it was just everything came together now that you understand you know as much as you do with this with the strength that you've accumulated uh you know posting all those videos from the gym yeah, <laughs> yeah no I think it's a combination of um, the last couple of years, I've really been doing a lot of uh, a lot of flag football, where um, it's been more like uh, how can I say? It, it, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that my speed is how it was before, but just flag in general helps you break down. And it, there's a lot of stuff uh, fundamentals that you got to do to play flag. I've been doing that for a few years. I kind of felt that uh, the, the year that we played for uh, Essence County Savage last year, quote-unquote Red Raiders, um, <laughs> that was supposed to be the year where I was supposed to, uh, you know, but then our team fell apart and that whole thing, I, I felt like that was the year where I could have, you know, kind of did what I what um, I just did this past year. Um, i say that's one of the things. The, the second thing I would say is, is definitely the team, uh, the U. Uh, you know, back-to-back champs. Um, uh, picking me up, uh, you know, giving me an opportunity to play with them. Um, you know, there's just some teams that you're on the team and, and you're a new guy and the team's already kind of established. Um, you got to play at a high level. Uh, you know, it's expected uh, every player to play at a high level on a team like that. Um, so, you know, that that's, that's just, you know, for my first game, we played Snow Tribe. I want to say I had like four sacks that game. Um, and I just... And it was like 
at the time limited, like I was going in and out. I wasn't, um, I, I didn't, I don't even think I started. I kind of just plug, you know, plug and play. Um, but I knew like every time I went out there, this whole team is good. So you got to make sure, you, you know, you make the plays. You're not messing up because, you know, a mess up could have you on the bench. If you, you know what I'm saying? The guy right behind you is just as good. So uh, that was the mindset I had pretty much all year. Um, you know, I got to make plays. You know, these guys, are, uh, you know, the team is going for a three-peat. And, you know, that's just it's come together as a team and as a new addition and just help them accomplish that goal. Um, but uh, Well, yeah, unfortunately, as we all unfortunately uh, were watching, you know, if we were rooting for you, um, you do have a chip, so you're not like me still. Uh, but it didn't necessarily work out this year with the U. Now, obviously, we, can, we can't just lay the feet at any specific member of the U. Some might blame the offensive line, even though I think that's overstated. Some might say that the, you know, the secondary was giving up plays that they usually don't. But in your view from, you know, your eyes on the sideline, your ears, you know, hearing the things that are said in these huddles, what do you think it was that gave BIC the edge in those games? Because we all watched them. And although at times it felt like BIC did have control of those games, they all ended in, in less than like three or four points. So what do you think was the, was the difference? And what do you think, uh, a, a, as far as you can tell from, you know, as, as, as a member and also as an outside of, outsider's perspective with a lot of experience in this league, what do you think was the shift from last year, 2021, being the U's year to this year it being BIC's, beating, beating you guys, unfortunately, three times? Um, I, I would say, uh, I mean, you said it. You said it was overstated. I think it's, I think it's the number one issue we had. It, it was definitely the offensive line. I mean, I tried to pull Rob from the from the uh, booth a couple times. Uh, uh, so he could take his jersey out. He could take his jersey out of his trunk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he no, told um, he 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 snitched on you guys and, and said that you guys were asking. Yeah. Well, then why, uh, we then why didn't we, the defensive we, player of the year step in and, and start blocking? I see you in some of those flag clips. You could, you you got a good you got a good drop step. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it was it was in the plans at first. I think I played my the first time I got an offensive line. Uh, a couple snaps was against the Gators, which actually turned out to be a better defensive game for me. I, I think it was probably my best game of the year. Um, you know, from a from all standpoints, video, whatever. But um, I did a couple of snaps, man, and, and they, they put me against uh, – who's that from the Gators? Uh, uh, he lost all the way. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. I, I can't think Nick of Mays, Nick Mays, Mean Machine. Nick, yeah, oh, yeah, Nick Mays, man. They, I had to block Nick Mays, and then, um, you know, uh, Huff has his little hurry up. Pretty much, I, I didn't practice any offense, but, you know, when I, like, I wasn't in the, you know, before the games, I'm not doing anything offensively. So that whole, you know, rushing to the line and, and, and there's really pretty much just signals he's giving out. I don't know what's going on. Maybe <laughs> yeah, he's lifting me off my feet, like, twice, back-to-back uh, -back plays, and I was like, yeah, I'm going back to defensive line. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is not – I was like, nah, it's, yeah, this is not it. I, I don't get, you know, I'm not used to this. I'm not. Yeah, and, it's just, um, you know, I, it's just easier to call Rob, right, and just have him do. Yeah, no, man. We need, you know, the the bottom line was the offensive line, man. The offensive line could block, um, you know, even with the great players that uh, BIC added. Uh, you know, obviously Verardi, 
um, you know, um, the linebacker as well. All, all the new guys that they got, um, you know, they just uh, we we didn't have a we didn't have a protection for Huff. Man, Huff can make a lot of even a lot of the plays that he did make uh, against uh, BIC or any other team where we were in close games. You know, he was under duress. He was under pressure. He just magic. You know, some of them was just to me magic. He's just throwing, you know, getting taken down and throwing a touchdown at the same time. It just and even the teams that we played that weren't as good, uh, you know, got pressure on him. You know, got him sacked. These are things that didn't happen in 2021. Um, you know, 2022 told a different story. Um, so yeah, even when we played teams that weren't as good, uh, you know, they were getting to him. So I, I think collectively as a group, uh, you know, the entire team will kind of agree with me saying that the offensive line was the that was pretty much what you know. You know, you know how bad that makes me feel. Like that is completely <laughs> my fault. Like you, you understand from where I'm sitting, I'm really the only offensive lineman that left. Like I'm the only one that left, and the line can't go from. And again, we saw it happen, but for the line to go from what we did in 2021 to what happened in 2022, like I, I'm not gonna lie. In that announcing booth, as I'm watching Huff run for his life on a few plays, I did feel a little guilty. I felt bad. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's also... <laughs> you should. The, you should. For, <laughs> and you, I'm, I'm not going to try to guilt you, Rob, but you, you kind of do. But yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> when, you, when you look at how the defenses in the A7FL, when you look, got so much faster with Verardi... Uh, on the BIC, what you saw coming out of Florida, and we'll be talking about Florida. We've got a guest from Florida joining us in just a few moments, and you saw the speed in Nevada and California. Seth Chambers in Kentucky completely just beating off of the break. It's like watching a, a puck drop in hockey. It just moves so quick now that it's got to be so much harder but the faster defenses have to be great for you, Isaac, because now they don't know where the fuck to look on the offensive line because the U defense already was quick and powerful. But now these offensive lines don't know what speed any play on any drive is going to be across the league. And that has to be a huge competitive advantage for defenses. Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely agree. Um, the game and, and you know the game and and uh, let's just say in other levels NFL whatever the game is just changing everywhere. A seven NFL is no different. Um, the game has definitely changed. Uh, the, the speed, obviously, like you said, you got the the Florida guys. Um, you know they played a, a, a team like Rare Breed that's that's pretty good, and you know that guy was just making their uh, good defensive line look you know not so good. Um, I was actually uh, going to not lift any weights, maybe hit the treadmill all week if we had to play them uh, <laughs> rather than rare breed. Because uh, I was like, I might not be able to play that game. <laughs> that guy is way too fast. You know, Lamar Jackson, is that guy uh, from over there. But, um, but yeah, no, I agree. The game has definitely changed um, in all aspects. But speed is definitely the main, the main thing. Speaking of change... Isaac, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know how things have been treating you, but uh, after the, not the be 2020, you better not be trying to recruit them. You better not be trying to recruit them. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> so Isaac, I mean, I, 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 hey, hey, I, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, like you said earlier, you were trying to talk to and play with Big Rob last year, and he was kind of like giving you the cold shoulder because of all those fast defensive linemen we're talking about. Um, no, I'm just joking, Rob. You you could probably you could probably block for Artie, right? Could you block for Artie? Could you block for Artie right now? Right now, fuck no, no. All right, all right. Anyway. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that kind of says we're talking. But so yeah, so, so you know, let, let Rob let, let Rob's beard kind of cover up the mic for a couple minutes. So 2020, <laughs> 2022, you know, you have a great season. And to be honest, Isaac, winning the defensive player of the year award, you're probably never been more sought after potentially than you are right now. Now, you know, you know how this A7 thing goes. It's a year to year thing. What are your thoughts on the 2023 season, and what have you been up to since the championship game? Um, well, I, I'll go first to what I've been uh, up to. I, I pretty much, like I said, I've been playing, uh, you know, flag football. It's kind of all year round, so uh, you know, I do that to just stay in shape. Uh, you know, get some uh, reps in and keep the football early alive with the with the flag football. Um and, and as far as the twenty twenty three season, um another oh actually no, I said this before the show we weren't on the show yet. Uh when uh KWAC kinda told me about the defensive player of the year, you know, that followed by an offer to our contract as well. <laughs> and then, you know, then I got my DM, you know, congrats, congrats. As soon as I put it out there, then I got some congrats. And, you know, most congrats came with a uh, hey, we got a starting spot for you. You know, you know that's you know how it goes. So, no, uh, not right me now, specifically. No, no, I don't. No, know you don't know how it goes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Actually, I do kind of do. But anyway, it's yeah, it's yeah, not I it's know. not from it's let's let's say it's not from, it's not from the you ever. That's for sure. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. It's, this is about yeah, you, yeah, Isaac, no, not no. me. I I got <laughs> no, I got I, I got some. I definitely got some offers. Um, you know, as of right now, I'm I'm still with the U. I'm still you know. I still talk to those guys. You know, I still talk to them on a on a on a daily basis. Um, but you know, I am you know I, I'm exploring whatever's out there. I don't I don't I don't really know yet uh, what I want to do if I even want to play. Um, I'm looking. I'm my last year right now. I'm looking into uh, you know being an older guy going into law enforcement. So if I do that, I might have to you know I might have to take a, a year off just with all the stuff I got to do with that. So you know, just life things. I don't know yet, but. Um, but yeah, it's nothing's concrete right now for me. But uh, I definitely want to play. Obviously, after having a season like that, you know, I haven't stopped training. I've been, if anything, turned it up more. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm 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 excited about the 2023 season. But for right now, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's the you, it's Patterson right now. That's where I'm at. So to quote the cinematic masterpiece, Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, man. We got let's leave it for the for the wonder, you know, for people to wonder, man. All right. Well, I, I think that that's fair and that's fun. And I anybody who's listening to this podcast, we all know that Isaac is one of those guys. So if you're in the DMs, keep keep DMing. And if you're not in the DMs yet, you might as well try, right? Am I, I right? Am say, I that right? Sounds so bad, yo. <laughs> now nah, that sounds bad. You know me. I'm always trying to. I'm always trying to stir some things yeah, up when yeah. when there's no risk of me actually uh, taking punishment. Because let's be fair, Isaac. 
I stir things up when I know that I'm going to be back there. And, and now, now let's, let's pivot. I, I won't put you on, you know, such a fiery seat. You know, I, I, I feel you, bro. But anyway, um, the, let's, let's ask a more important question and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to allow you to be political here. You're going to have to make a decision. So for everybody okay. listening at home, Isaac, I'm sure you already know, but if you're interested in A7FL merch, visit tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl slash A7FL merch. And Matt will do a little break in this podcast and he'll do a much better job of me because it's pre-recorded and he's got that better salesman voice. Oh, stop it. But Isaac, have to make a choice. Thick boy season shirt. Hus hus, or I'll try. I cannot, man. I'm not even gonna repeat the first one. I just don't <laughs> feel good saying that. Um, okay, so so you're not gonna get. And, and just to repeat it for you, you, you're not gonna be ever seen wearing a thick boy season shirt on the sidelines during A7FL games. They're very comfortable. I I will say they're comfortable. And and some of the people that that have bought them, Isaac, have bought them for their uh, significant others to wear, you know, in in representation of them. And unfortunately, I'm down to two twelve, so I'm almost out of that running. But so if it's not, listen, if it's not the thick boy season, you don't have to say it. Then it's hus huster. I'll try, and I know where you're gonna go because there's a, there's a clear cut choice here. Yeah, no, I'm going hot, hot. I like that. There we go. All right. So, you know, the vibes, so, Big Rob is always winning, baby. And the crazy part is, not only is it hot, hot, but I'm a thick boy. Pause. But, you know what I'm saying? I win either way. Except for <laughs> except for the fantasy draft, which I got 87% of the Twitter vote. Oh, Rob. Thank my you. God. You already know, right? Right, Isaac? <laughs> Yo, stop. <laughs> yeah. So... Who's your favorite quarterback to line up against in the A7FL? You can go back as far as you want. But when when you know when you see this guy, you're lining up against him, you're like, I'm gonna have some fun today. Oh that oh, okay. So someone that I know I'm gonna most likely I don't know. Whatever to. what whatever's fun for you, bro. Okay, no, nah, I'll, I'll go two ways. Uh, one, uh, challenge, the most challenging was obviously me when I wasn't on the U, and going against Huff was 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 bad, man. That was just that was bad. I, you know, on the Red Raiders, my God, that had yeah, no, nah, that was bad. That was that my was debut bad, game. Man. That was he my was, debut game that season. He was smiling at us and running by us. <laughs> it was. Yeah, like you know, mid play, he was smiling to the crowd. It was, yeah, that like I would say, I would say, if I had to pick one from now, I would say Huff. Um, let's just um, say that that whole Red Raiders thing was just a mistake, but okay, Huff. Okay, so Huff, uh, you know, obviously, Sterry, he's he's uh, he's I'm just naming the guys that that, that are you know, it's challenging to get to. I, I'll nah, say nobody Huff wants him. the challenging ones, that's that's like. <laughs> That's like if you ask me what defense do you want to go against, and I would never say the U, right? So, yeah. so anyway, so let, let's go past that. Who's the quarterback that you when you see when you when you look at the schedule like week zero and you're like, who am I playing? Who am I playing? Oh, there he is. Who's that guy? He wants you to say. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. No, no, no. It's <laughs> probably not me. I know it's not. Me. No, no, no. It's it, it's definitely Corey. Oh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Look, listen. Do me a favor and. Uh, you know, get off of this later on. You get some time. 
look at my Facebook old videos, bro. I have like when we played on the Chiefs in fall, bro. Like I have so, and it's it's, it's definitely you. I think one I, I slammed you by mistake. It was just like I, I didn't mean to, to dunk you like that, but it was just yeah, it was just too many. It was just, like care, so man, many man. videos. Yeah, man. No, ask Will Frank. Ask Will Franklin when when he throws a roughing the passer penalty. I usually go up to him like, "What what's your problem, bro? I completed a pass. Let me get my stats." <laughs> yeah, no. If it, yeah, it would definitely be. But this year, I would say is uh, uh, this year when we played um, well, I didn't know who the quarterback was in Snowcar, but once we started, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is feast." Uh, I don't know who the guy was. I don't think he finished that quarterback. I don't think he was a quarterback at the end of the season. But yeah, man, that, that is that, that is true. Yeah, that is for sure. Yep, because everybody else is, you know, most teams have uh, basically speed guys back there. It's just you know, just how the league's evolving. It's just guys that can run and throw. You know, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen type guys that's gonna throw it, run it. Um, there's not too many guys that just sit back there where it makes it easy for us to get to. Talking that shit too, right? (laughs) Yeah. You've been on a lot of, I want to say championship, championship teams, teams that were on championship runs. Even, you could exclude the U just to, you know what I'm saying, just in case people get insensitive. I don't want that. But as of right now, excluding the U, which was the best team you played on for a championship run? Man, that's so fucking hard, man. Because, uh, you know what? The only year we made it to the chip uh, with Savage, I actually broke my leg. Day. I didn't even play that year. So I'm definitely going to have to say clean cut is 2017 New York City Chiefs, man. Undefeated. Uh, undefeated and, um, you know, First uh, A7FL championship on TV in a baseball stadium. That was uh, that was it. That was my, and that's my first chip, first A7FL chip, or first chip in general. So yeah, okay. man, that 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 Chiefs defense. Uh, you know, me, Lope, uh, Lope, Big Mo, uh, Lamper. We had uh, we had Kells. We had, um, yeah, we had, uh, oh, we had ST. We had King ST back there. Yeah, that was an amazing defense. Yeah, no, nah, the, the, yeah, we had Chick. Uh, I don't know if we had Chick that year. Did we have Chick? We had, uh, we just had a lot of guys. It was, yeah, that team was crazy. And we was undefeated. It was, it was, that's the year I think we played Union City a couple times on the rooftop. That was, that was definitely a good year. So, right. so a follow-up question, right? Sorry, Matt, just one more question. In those in those championship runs that you had on these great teams, mm-hmm. like there might be a chance. Like you look at the schedule, and you're like, "Damn, this is a tough." Because I used to look at the schedule like that. I used to look at the schedule and be like, "Okay, our best record is undefeated, of course. Our re- our worst record is five and two. We can lose to these two teams, and that's it." You get what I'm saying? Like, which teams would you look at the schedule and be like, "Like you're gonna be excited, but damn, like this might be a loss." Um. Definitely the U, and uh, I would say the U and BIC when I wasn't on the U. So it would be the U and BIC when I was on Savage and when I was on Chiefs. I knew, you know, uh, those two teams, those two games were were up in the air. Um, you know, p- uh, potential losses. Just when we started playing, you know, they had what when you guys had Nemeth, you had guys had Virgies, all that. That's when like BIC started going. 
you know, like, in the right direct in the right direction. Uh, you know, those teams. So yeah, I would say BIC and the U were were definitely the you know the main ones. Um, I don't think uh, uh, more at the time were where they at now in terms of uh, you know, uh, they they having better teams um getting together and uh teaming guys up. So yeah, I would say the U and BIC was the two uh the two teams. I was like, God damn. Well, Isaac, that's a great way to leave off here. Thank you so much for joining us here. Excited to see where you land. If you are locked in with the U, try to go for another championship in Patterson or uh, Corey Hammond finally entices you to come snow the difference uh, over there in Rahway. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And we're excited to have you on as we get closer to the season. All right, no problem, man. Thanks again for having me, guys. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you, my friend. And that's me doing my sports radio guy impression because we have another guest on the program this week, and we're going down to Florida. Someone hopefully doing okay uh, with Hurricane Ion going on right now, Hurricane Ian down in Florida, and we are hope everybody uh, in our A7FL family, fans, friends, players, executives, everybody who is being affected by this hurricane now, uh, are doing well and are safe. Hopefully you guys are able to uh, find find some shelter, be safe. We're all, uh, you're in our thoughts and our prayers. Uh, but Mark Cooper uh, joining us here on the show. Corey, uh, he reached out to you to get onto the pod a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been watching uh, some of the other divisions film because, you know, as as we try to stay as unbiased as possible you know the a7fl is no longer just a new jersey pennsylvania baltimore league it's 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 nationwide so i was trying to just be you know become a little bit more familiar with you know some of the other teams some of the other divisions and as i was watching some film you know this one there's one guy and, and he and he's got it he's got an interesting uh hair situation I'll let him uh, further uh, <laughs> uh, elaborate on that. But th this guy kind of just popped out uh, off the screen to me because he had that electric speed. And when you look at some of the, the Orlando Ghosts scores, and before Mark Bagway was the quarterback, it was the Orlando Ghosts that were the, the cream of the crop, you know, in the uh, A7 of Florida division. It wasn't the A-team who were the defending champs. It was it was not the Nightcrawlers until Mark Bag would play quarterback, um, you know, who were two and three until then. It was the Ghosts. And I, I saw, I think it was, uh, Mark, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Your, your quarterback's Kyle Capaletti, right? Yes, sir. That's who it yeah. is. So, A, tell my guy to stop running out of the protection in the pocket. My guy always rolls out. <laughs> Um, oh, you talking about the second and, and no shade, but what he should do. And as he learns, he's a good quarterback. I actually kind of like his game, but he's always trying to get out of that pocket. He stays in there, which, you know, might be against, you know, the, you know, he has the ability to run, you know, look who's yeah. saying to stay in the pocket. But if he does, that'll be one thing. But the other thing is, is that I saw, you know, this, this crazy game between you and the Nightcrawlers, it was like 48 to 46 or something. And I, I, you know, the camera angle they have, I just see this guy just taking off and just getting to the sideline, just scooting up the sideline, making everybody in Florida look slow, which means he must be really fast. But uh, <laughs> glad to have you on the podcast, man. You know, hey, welcome to the show. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
Now, we won't mention the other thing that I, uh, I, I said uh, separately to you as I was watching the film, because we all have those moments, but you know which, what I'm talking about. <laughs> we won't mention that one. But we, we, I wanted to get somebody uh, from the Florida perspective, because to be, be 100% blunt with you, I reached out to Mark Bagway, who kind of has been the name from Florida ever since the, uh, the rare breed Nightcrawlers game. And he said he was going to come on, kind of stood us up. You know, things happen, and you know, I'm not going to you know, throw too much shade about it. But as I am petty and throw my little temper tantrums, there you go. Um, and, then, and then I even tried to get Lauren Gray, who, who if, you, if you were on Facebook or in our Facebook uh, groups, you know, when yeah, things are going well for the A team, he's the first and last and middle person to talk whenever he wants to. He still does, didn't come on. So, first of all, thank you for the best availability, which is availability, and yes, being yeah. here, man. But I want to hear a little bit more about the Florida division because all we hear about is Mark Bagway, and then all I talk about is the dancing in the fourth quarter. But there's a lot of things other than that going on down there. Just tell me a little bit about how the season in 2022 went, you know, what you saw from each team, like just really quick. And not to add too much to your plate, but, you know, tell me a little bit about what you got going on, you know, and, and what you hear down there in the A7 of our Florida division. Because we've, we've covered all the rest, of, you know, what's going on in the Sunshine State other than that hurricane. Yeah, um, well, the hurricane, it just passed. So, you know, um, thankfully, you know, we had a little bit of flooding. Um, the house got a little flooded, but nothing too serious. Um, but outside of that, um, the Florida division, honestly, is the most slept on division because it's one of them. Um, we got some amazing athletes out here. And um, Bagway being one of them, he's probably the best quarterback that I've seen play Um and flag football as well as in uh, contact as well. You know, he is the number one quarterback uh, for flag football in the nation. He, he's just really that guy. Um, but outside of that, you know, we got amazing athletes out here. Um, you know, you got people like uh, Joey Bate. That was actually the one who played quarterback um, in our last season. Uh, He's an amazing athlete. Um, Lauren is another one. He's an amazing athlete. Um, but then you got guys like D West, you know, 6'4", 255 plus. But the man could, got some wheels. And um, I just, I feel like Florida uh, is is very, very slept on. Not too many people know about us, but they're they going to make that change. Though. I, I know they're going to make that change. Um. You know, but did you play? Did you play against the uh, linebacker from the the Nightcrawlers? Uh, it, it's it's what's his name, Matt? I, I forget his name off the top yeah, of my head. Deontay. Yeah, Anderson. Deontay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played against him. I I, I played against did, him. Did he, in did he? Did he ever get a chance to square up with you like he did against the guy from Rare Breed, the quarterback OG Buck, and he snatched his soul? Oh no, sir, no, sir. Uh, the sad part is. Uh, <laughs> The game, the game that uh, we did play against each other, um, I was actually on defense that whole game. Uh, I really didn't. Yeah, it, it was our championship game, so I didn't. I didn't really get to see him that much on offense. Um, but you know, it, it, it's all fun and games, man. You know what I'm saying? He's a hell of an athlete. There's no question about that. He's made some huge tackles, um, and he is a very disciplined uh player and he's not just a big hitter or a bruiser he understands the lanes he understands how to attack angles he's he's 
uh, an amazing athlete as well. Um, Do you truly believe that Florida's underrated? Oh, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Why, why, um, why is that? Wait, do you you as Florida, like Florida, the division itself thinks they're underrated, but everyone outside of Florida, just in case you didn't know, we know Florida's coming. We know that. Like, we've known that before you guys were even a division. The question is... Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. And also, you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. How long is it going to take y'all to put it together to win a chip? I'll say this. Um camaraderie is a huge thing right and winning anywhere so um I know in the first season with the ghost I met I literally had just met everybody there um we didn't know each other and we were still trying to uh build chemistry and build understanding and um there's there's different levels out here in Florida just like anywhere else but um, there's a lot of guys that play flag football, so they have flag knowledge, but don't understand contact knowledge. Then you have others who have 11-man knowledge, but don't really have, you know, uh, small ball, so to speak, knowledge. Um, it's really just bringing all of that together together, and actually playing as one. You know, up up in, in New York, Jersey, Baltimore, y'all, y'all play for each other. Um, and... Uh, I feel like a big part of Florida's falling apart in big games is not everybody is seeing eye to eye. Um, when uh, A-team went up to uh, Jersey, uh, I, was in a, I was in a group chat. I, I saw everything that was happening. I was supposed to go up there with them, but I didn't go. Not a lot of people know that. I didn't tell nobody. I was supposed to go ball up there with them, but I didn't. Um, Things was yeah, just when I was I was listening, and I'll let you finish. I was listening to the there. I'll mention this again: the the other side of the ball, and that's right, guys. I'm listening. Coach Mac just sent me a text today that you guys were coming for me on the one that's going to drop soon. But uh, I got you. Trust me. But anyway, I was listening. They had they had a guy, and we're we're going to talk about him a little bit more, Mark. But they had a guy, Rashad Davis, and what he was saying that's is that. And what he was saying is, is that he didn't even have to play in the playoffs because he was just going to ride up with whatever team won. So you're telling me that on the, the three-on-one podcast air, you're confirming that Florida was basically just trying to create an all-star team to compete with the with the U? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But but tell us a little bit more about where you were going. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make a little joke. Um, yeah, it was, it was just a lot going on. Um, we need what to happened what happened in the uh like what were some of the things you saw in the group chat that that is why you're bringing us up um it's one of them uh, the what happened in that group chat stays in the group chat 
I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no problem. Um, but I'll say this: it was one. Um, not everybody was seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. So at the end of the day, um, if you can't see eye to eye on little things when it comes to the field, you're not gonna see eye to eye then. So, um, you know, 18 going up there and getting blown out, how they got blown out, which hurt my heart. I can't lie. Um, <laughs> you know, it was one of those, we are not going to be able to compete mentally with a team from up north. We got all the talent in the world out here. You know, Florida is top two in the nation when it comes to productivity of football players coming out in any level of football. Um, so I feel like we have the best in the nation, honestly, but, um, you know, until we could come together and understand the common goal of winning a championship and, um, truly just playing for each other, we are going to get beat by teams like the U, BIC, you know, teams like that, we will get beat by just because, you know, Hey, you got some guys together two or three years, um, this the the chemistry is not there y'all hop on the field you know that you can hop on the field they don't even got to call a play they just look at each other oh, okay i know i see the He's coverage right. i know what i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying that. so but for us it's we got to call the play and sometimes hey there's been times where I, i'll say i need a 10 yard uh uh 10 yard dig they cut it at eight the ball gets thrown behind or in front you're not on the 10 yard you're not on that 10 yard mark that that messes up my throw but i feel like teams, yeah, yeah uh, man I, what 100 every single and, a7fl team that happens yeah so um you know it's little things like that where you know if we could get all that together we are going to be a team uh or a league that not a lot of people want to face or well, florida would not be a league that a lot of people want to face um but you know it's everybody's growing see like the night crawlers um Deontay all them boys uh Keith um Bagway all them boys they've been playing since damn near pop morning together you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying so when they came to the team when the night when, when they came to the night crawlers there were seven of them when they came to the night crawlers you know, that's one of them. They just look at each other. They already know what they're going to do. They don't have to talk about it. They don't have to be, you know, they are, they already know each other in and out. And so now they go out there. Oh, I see the coverage. I'm throwing it here. Go get it. And that's the huge uh, advantage that the Nightcrawlers had over a team like the Orlando Ghost, where we had, you know, second year players returning, uh, you know, our first season, we had 13, guy, 13 guys come to each and every game. So we didn't have a big roster on the Orlando Ghost. We didn't have a lot of guys. Then the second year, we had uh, over 20 guys. So there's a lot of new faces. There was eight that returned from the previous season. So there's a lot of new faces um, trying to get the chemistry and com camaraderie together. You know, it's a, it's a process. It's a process, and we just couldn't get it going. That's what really happened with the with the ghosts. We just couldn't get it going. Um, we looked good throughout the season, but then uh, you know, championship game game came, and I don't know. <laughs> we yeah, I hear you, man. We, Trust we, me, we, I don't have we any went chips. away from the game plan. Yeah, we went away from the game plan. Uh, we just didn't execute, and at the end of the day, um, 
we let our emotions uh, get the best of us in that game. And it's something that, you know, is it's a learning curve, something to grow from. Um, but I'm definitely proud of all the guys uh, on that team. And, you know, something to hold the hat on. We, we fought until the end. I know uh, I'm the type of player, I don't, get, I, don't, I don't give a shit what the scoreboard say. Uh, unless that whistle blows, it's, it's 110 miles an hour the whole game. From the first whistle to the last whistle, I don't care what the scoreboard say. We gonna fight until the very end. So you know that's 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 how most of the guys um that's how the guys were on the team. So I, I could respect them for it. Well, we we're talking a lot about Florida, and I mentioned Rashad Davis, which is yeah. which is a great way I think to kind of segue. And yes, you know where you know where I'm going, Mark. Um, but, I know Rashad um, Davis is the one that scored those secret signs. Yeah, yeah, and and he was the one that they the I think it was the U, right? And they 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 snatched his yeah, pants. Yeah, he snatched his right? pants off. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He ran his ass off, literally. <laughs> so yeah, that's him. So Rashad was actually on the other side of the ball, the Vegas three, uh, the Vegas version. You know, the the all these yeah. brand three on one. No offense, guys, love you. Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, oh man. So Rashad Davis was on there, and a talk your shit, bro. As a guy who uses a podcast to talk a little bit of shit, I must applaud um, for reasons you can't hear it. Um, but Rashad, well done, man. He Rob, you'll love this. He said that he had uh, he set a record for most touchdowns in a game in the A seven of L history, and had the most rushing touchdowns in a season in A seven of L history. And not, really? I, not a statistician myself, but I, I then quickly sent uh, uh, Derek Duncan a Virgie's tape yeah, of like uh, not, nine, nine touchdowns against just me in one game. Right. Like I said, he's insane. It's like he's got right. that's but, the only but, problem I have. I, I got you. I got you, Corey. I'm going to let you finish. That's the only problem I have with these Atlas State guys sometimes, like not knowing the history, but then doing something you think is amazing while a bunch of guys from up north are looking at that like we've seen it before. You get what I'm saying? So, but he can have, you know what I'm saying? He can yeah. have his flowers. He ran his ass off. He got it. I'm not even mad at him. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not even I'm not even trying to say that he's not a good player. Um, and that's not at all what I'm saying. But what the point that I bring him up, Mark, and to make this about you, because you you came on the 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 three on one. Let's yes, let's talk to Mark Cooper. Yes, sir. One of the yeah, things he was um, saying, it, it, it mirrored a lot of what you were saying about the Florida teams, how the camaraderie's not there, the brotherhood, the chemistry, feeling like this is a family as opposed to just some guys were showing up to the field and literally fighting for our lives against another team. Maybe not literally. I, I have to. <laughs> I am stuck back there. But uh, you guys are much faster, so it's not literally. But that was the common theme that I heard from him. And then he had an announcement on that podcast. So – to maybe upstage both Rashad, unfortunately, and our uh, our little brothers over there uh, three time zones away. Mark, what you got going on? Yes, sir. Um, so, like how you said, uh, Rashad made a big announcement. Um, and honestly, uh, he hit me up and he talked to me. And so uh, this, this year for, or not this year, but 2023, uh, spring ball, I will be in Vegas playing for the Insomniacs along with Rashad. Wow! So, uh, there's 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 a lot of speed, man. There's there's a lot of speed. There's a lot of playmaking ability. Um, 
And I'll say Insomniacs, they're going to be put on the map. We are going to be on the map. People are going to know who we are. They're going to see what we do. They're going to love the brand of football that we play because it's, it's, it's going to be a show. It's, it's a highlight reel every game. Well, we here on the three-on-one had a feeling the Insomniacs were up to something. We heard a lot of wild rumors coming from that camp, and to see them pull Rashad and also pull you to make the move out west, What yes. if, if you want to go into it a little bit, what was that process like for you to have who contacted you first? What drove you to make a decision to fly completely across the country, uproot your life? to play a seven ball in with a new team in a new environment and possibly a good shot of making it to the final four this year. If your team pans out. Yes, sir. Um, Rashad was actually the first one to hit me up. Um, and then he had put me in, in contact with Derek and then from there with coach. And um, it's one of those, it's, it's a great opportunity you know what I'm saying? It's a great opportunity. Look, football, I live it. I breathe it. Like, this is my life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, heading out west is uh, a big advantage for myself in terms of uh, media, marketing, things like that. Um, you know, Florida, that's that's going back to Florida. Uh, you know, we got some coverage, but we really didn't get too much coverage. Um, but going out west, I feel is a is a is a great business move for myself. Um, and they hit them, hit them with the socials, bro. Hit them with the socials. Yeah, follow follow me on on, on IG Wildcat Ball. Facebook is Wildcat Ball as well. Um, and then on you uh, YouTube, Mark Cooper, and then A Seven FL. You'll find me just like that. Um. But moving out west is is it's a great business venture for myself and, and not just business but a life venture. And the way they have welcomed me um, with open arms, um, it's really that brotherhood type feeling that uh, I don't want to say I've been missing or looking for, but it made me feel good with how I was received and um, how I was spoken to and welcomed. And it made me feel real good. And then on top of that, you know, the 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 business side of things, it was it, it was definitely a, a big step up from Florida. So it it was just it's 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 that time, you know. Um we all get to a point in life where, you know, we see things, we do things, and we just need a change. So I felt like Vegas was the place to go for the change and i'm excited for it man i'm excited i mean shit that was 15 years I ago for question, me <laughs> i definitely have a question for you though it's not, it's not the friendliest of questions but we gotta ask some hard questions here uh, with guys like you yeah, baby. Um, Please stand. Weirdos, weirdos be talking to me all the time. I don't know what that is. I have no clue what he said either. I have no clue. But with guys like you, the gentleman... Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. 
get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. Who, who's running his ass off, guys like Bagway, all leaving Florida. What, where does that leave Florida football right now? If the best players in Florida are leaving Florida to go play elsewhere, will we ever actually see, in your opinion, will we ever actually see a homegrown, homebred Florida team compete for a championship in the A7? Um, I'll say this. Right now, this year, I don't really see it happening. Um, four, maybe five, uh, four, maybe five years down the road, definitely. Uh, Florida is filled with athletes, man. Florida is really like that when it comes to football. There's a lot of guys that still don't know about A7 here in Florida. As much as as many that do know, don't know. So there's gonna come a point in time where, um. You know, I'm not the only speedster out here. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's guys out here, you know, two two guys. Who's, who's faster? Who's faster between you and Rashad? Oh man, we, we got we got to race. You gotta find uh, you when you we, when we, you we, find we, out we will have to race. <laughs> when you find out, you text me. And if I don't get a text from you, you know, about February 15th-ish, I'ma just assume Rashad. <laughs> Look. I, I'll say this. I, I, I won't back down from no challenges. And you know what? A friendly competition is always something that uh, will elevate the team and elevate the, our, our gameplay. So I'm definitely going to get back to you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell Rashad right now, I'll get out there. We racing, fam. So when, <laughs> when you hear this, just know. Text them. Text them when uh so when the Snow Tribe go and play the Force and if you want you you know Insomniacs you should get like Pac Man Jones and you get you know get everybody off the Force so that when I go there it's an easy easy dub and I could just enjoy the Nevada you guys <laughs> you guys steered me wrong guys I was listening I was re listening to the podcast and I was saying Nevada and you were like yeah, yeah that's fine Corey it's Nevada I'm an idiot anyway <laughs> we go against you. Oh, if, I got an accent. I'm gonna say Nevada till I die, bro. I got an accent. They gotta deal with it. I, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to so, tell you. So, so when I go out there with the Snow Tribe rematch, I, I'm 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 coming out there. I'm I'm telling Rashad we're gonna race too. Now I'm gonna get a 15 to 20 yard head start on the 40, <laughs> but we're racing. That competition is what we're about in this A7FL. Yes, so, sir. Mark, you, you get approached to a guy that you played against, and we already talked about the conspiracy that started with the 2021 A-team, you know, all-star team and going against the rules. And, you know, Ryan DePaul's already starting sanctions. No, that's all the joke. Maryland thinks I'm a <laughs> narc to begin with. Maryland, I'm not a narc. I live in your hearts rent-free. So, anyway. A guy that you play against calls you, Mark, and is like, hey, man, there's this opportunity with this football league. Did you believe it right away or did it sound too good to be true that you had a life opportunity from the football league that you were playing in and that it would lead to not like Des Moines, but Las Vegas? Right. Um, it was one of them. Me and Rashad, believe it or not, we've actually um, had a friendship ever since we played each other. Uh, it was one of those uh, game respect game. I respected what he did and he respected what I did. So um, after the game, you know, we had chopped it up. 
and you know we had uh added each other on facebook and stuff and then you know we kind of kept in contact and when he hit me up it was one of those i've i've seen the work that he's been putting in and i seen the things that he's been doing so at that point um it was it was clear cut. There was no questions. There was no second thought about it. It was well. You it definitely makes sense to make the move if that's what makes sense. My my question is, Mark, when you first heard that the A seven FL was Nevada, Nevada, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, <laughs> Nevada, Nevada, when A seven FL Nevada was reaching out to you. Did you hesitate for even a half second? Like, is that even is that even possible? Not one second. <laughs> Not one yeah. second. That's what's it, up. it's one of those. Uh, I I know the work that I put in myself. Um, off season, I know the work that I put in, and I know the talent that I hold. So, when somebody reaches out to me, um, at this point, especially on that type level, they're not they're not here to waste time. You know what I'm saying? They they want to win a championship just as bad as I want to win a championship. And then after we spoke, it was very clear. So at that, it it was it was no hesitation on my end at all. It it was very simple, very easy, very to the point. Let's go win this. Let's let's get, get me a ticket, rings. right? I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. As soon as I type these uh couple of things here off in Florida, um. I'm I'm out there ready to work. You know what I'm saying? Fly you, me on out. Jet, you on Jet Blue, United, whatever's the cheapest. Look, so I don't that's care a, if I got a job out there. <laughs> hitchhike, although I just seen Netflix Dahmer, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to what Rashad was talking about. It's interesting that you say that because it sounds like Rashad's that that kind of guy. He plays football, he sees he sees good players and he starts gravitating towards them. Uh, on, on the other podcast, he was talking about how he was kind of after the game with the U, he really loved the way that the U kind of like brought him in, like was sitting him with him in the stands. They watched, uh, you know, California get their beat down that they deserved. And it wasn't the Santa Monica <laughs> vibe pants guy, but, you know, he's going to get his soon, too. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, when you go out there, if you see the Santa Monica vibe guy, just just tell him that I have been talking to him. We'd love to have him on the podcast, but we have no idea what his name is other than CC Sabathia Pants. Um, <laughs> I got you. But Rashad was talking about how he was buddy buddy with the U. Now you're going out there to Vegas, and Rashad's reaching out, and I and he's reaching out to you. I've heard he's reached out to others. Is there? Anything that you know about some of the other people and could it be somebody maybe on the, the U, a team that just was in the championship, also making a similar move out West? I only know what I'm doing. <laughs> Fair enough. I only know what I'm doing. That's it. it, it look, in due time, if um, if anybody's popping up, I'm pretty sure y'all going to hear about it. So um, if if... You, you guys would be the first ones to know, I'm sure. But I can only say what I'm doing at this point. And that's fair, man. That's totally fair. And yes, sir. It's interesting because this is the first real season of cross-pollination in the league. 
And what you were talking about before, Mark, in terms of the Florida teams being, for the most part, a bunch of what feels like hired guns. They're kind of mercenaries, with the exception of the Nightcrawlers, who came in as an entire half a team already. Uh, do you think that this mass migration, like you, you and Rashad heading out to Vegas, uh, CP3 going to Baltimore, a lot of the other rumored moves that are lurking in the background, like they're the backroom conversations going on in the league. I know Vegas is still making an active play across the division to get talent from the East Coast, get talent from the Midwest. There's there's also moves of them trying to get into the California market and get talent from there in Utah and uh, different parts of the of the Southwest. This is going to be real interesting. But do you think it's going to take those teams longer to acclimate? And is this a great situation for teams like the Schnow Tribe and the teams like the BIC and the U that have a core of people that have been playing either with or against each other for a decade? All right. Um, I feel like when everybody has the same mindset and the same goal, it don't matter who you line up against. Everybody's gonna play their role, play their position, and as long as as long as everybody is playing for each other, um, the sky is the limit. You know what I'm saying? Um, BIC, the U teams like that, yes, they they definitely have a head start on everybody else. But any given Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Any given Sunday, um, whichever team wants it more, and whoever puts in that work in the off season, that's who's going to come out on top. So um, the cross-pollination, I feel, is is actually great for the game. You're going to see a lot of three-headed monsters, um, you know what I'm saying, in terms of offense, defense, special teams. You're going to see um, a lot of talent come together, and it's, it's going to be a crazy show. So, um, you know, it's – once we get there and we start putting in the work, we we just gonna see, you know what I'm saying? We just gonna see. And um I'm the type, I don't care who I line up against, they they can be beat. And if everybody on this on the team has that same mentality, you know, it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a tough game. And I feel like everybody um on the Insomniacs, they have that same mentality. Uh any given Sunday. You know, we are the team to beat. Uh, the U, BIC, Snow Tribe, y'all can all get it. <laughs> well, well, that's I, I, that's I, the energy I, we want to hear, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it is a great interview, and you're doing a good job. I'm about to, it's about to get a little steamy, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're kind of representing Florida as our first Florida guest. So, first of all, thank you. Second of all, yes, kind of sucks that you're uh, kind of sucks that you're immediately leaving, but let's just stay. Let's just stay in 2022 for a second. Um, A7FL is going to be bringing us to show. Matt's going to be bringing it to us. Rob's going to be there. And unfortunately, all of the fans are going to have to deal with me as well. Uh, Rewind. And we're going to go over some great games. One of the best games of the 2022 season was the playoff game between the Baltimore Rare Breed and the Tampa Nightcrawlers. Mark, if those two teams play 10 times – What's the series and who comes out on top more often than the other? Um, honestly, I think it's pretty split. I, I think, 
you go five and five. Um, so you think because, the teams were that close? Yes, yes. Um, who do you blame? Who do you blame for the Nightcrawler's loss? Because clearly, at least that day, in in my opinion, I think Matt and, and Rob might even agree with me. They were the better team. They they didn't necessarily have the better roster. You know, ten times they play the game, maybe it goes differently, like you say. But that day, it looked like they were better. Yeah. Who do you um, blame? Who do you blame humbly for the loss that day? That's Florida ball for you. Um, and I, 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 me saying that is, we gonna put on a show. We out here to have fun. And at the end of the day, whichever, the, whichever way the dice rolls, the dice is gonna roll. So, you know, um, I can't really blame nobody. It's football. You, you, you expect stuff to happen. So yeah. that's that's Florida style of football. We're we going to show out. We're going to do some crazy stuff. We're going to pitch it back 100 times. I don't care if we're up by five or up <laughs> by 100. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just Florida brand of football. So you can't you, you can't put no blame on nobody. They, they, they understood the assignment. They see where they fell short. You know what I'm saying? Um, and at the end of the day, uh, I'm... I, you know, I'm cool with Bagway. I'm cool with Keith. I'm cool with a lot of the guys out there. We play flag football um, against each other a lot. So um, they they understood. And, it, you know, hey, they was it's on me. It's a team game. So at the end of the day, you, you, you got to blame the team. You can't blame not one individual. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I think what's great is that this entire this entire interview, Mark, you've been talking about how the mindset that attracted you to Vegas the type of camaraderie, the 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 goal being very clear and obvious, is it sounds like it's in stark contrast to the at least year two culture of Florida in general. Because when I asked you who do you blame, you kind of were like, "Well, that's just Florida, man. We we just out here to have fun." Now you're you're moving to a place where, and I talk to Derek Duncan, uh, you know, quite frequently actually, maybe more than I should be because um, you know they're they're going to start ripping me on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might not be talking as much, but it's clear that, that Vegas as a division, individual teams like the Force and the Insomniacs, they're about their business, and they're not in the A7FL to have fun and put on a show. They're trying to figure out ways to come out on top. So yes, sir. What, what have you seen? Because it sounds like you're at least aware of you know teams like the U and – NBIC. What have you seen from the league, and and what do you, what have you learned these two seasons, not only from actually having a chance to be on the field yourself, but also becoming more of a a fan of of the other divisions, watching the the games of the week. Uh, on you know, it sounds like you you listen to a couple of our podcasts too, <laughs> but um, you know, what have you learned these 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 two years in the A seven FL that you're going to be bringing to the Insomniacs for twenty twenty three. Um, balance, honestly, truly just balance in terms of, um, a team like, uh, the heist, right? They had a great run game, but their passing game wasn't great. So it, it humbled them, right? Then you get a team um, like the Nightcrawlers where they're going to throw it 100 times, not run so much. 
Um, that then, kind of bit them in the butt at the end, didn't it? A little bit, a little bit, just a so, bit. <laughs> right. So it's one of them. Um, just bringing balance and and understanding that, hey, you know, we gotta run the ball. We got we we gotta set the tone running the ball, but at the same time, um, we gotta be able to be even, spread the ball out, and make teams have to question what are we gonna come out in. I see a lot of times um, that two the two uh, the two linemen set you know four spread. Um, you got an extra rusher, yeah, but. Um, it's hard to deal for the linebackers to deal with four receivers. It's hard for the DBs to deal with four receivers. So um, just really being balanced all, all in all. And then obviously the speed, you know what I'm saying? Um, playing, playing at a different speed um, is something, a hurry up is something great. And keep the, the, the defense off balance. Um, and the work ethic is truly what it is. Um, being the first to practice, the hardest worker out there, things like that. And I see that it's very contagious. Um, people are going to want to work. They're going to want to play. And they're going to be there for you when you have that type of mentality. So anywhere that I go, um, you know, be the, be the hardest worker on the field. You know, I'm not I'm not the biggest, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the strongest, but there's nobody that's gonna outwork me. And I feel like if you bring that to a team, it gets contagious. And then people are gonna the the players are gonna always rally around you. And they're going to wanna play for you. And once you once you get that happening, then you have that family feel. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I feel like that's 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 a a, a big thing that I will I will definitely bring to the Insomniacs. Yeah, man. You're, you have you watched uh, games since you guys were you know able to relax on Sundays? Unfortunately, were you watching yeah, the playoffs? Oh, uh, um, believe it or not, no. Because uh, yeah. after that uh, Sunday, I play flag as well. So yeah. right after that, I went to I had three tournaments um kind of like back to back to back so I uh, I got to watch um part of the U and the B, uh, BIC game but that's that's about it I was oh, I was at you, tournament. You, when you get a chance to sit down and watch a game who's your favorite player in the A7FL to watch Huff no questions Huff is, no question is this you that. Is this you being uh, honest, or is this you trying to say, you know, Huff, uh, you know, you're my favorite player in the league, you know, no, wink, wink, no, no, nudge, no. nudge. Um, if you go back, I mean, to be uh, fair, I think Huff might actually, and Rob, is Huff the greatest quarterback that's ever played in the A7FL? No. Um, yeah, yeah, I usually get a lot of slack for this because it just depends on what you're looking for in a quarterback. But I mean, as far as the complete package, yeah, I got to say Huff. Huff is the best I've played with, yeah. I mean, in, the these, complete package. In, these, like, in these chip counting days of sports, 
I think if you count chips, there's only like, you know, there's only guys in, in, in the, the very distant history that even have as close to as many championships. But yeah, man. Right. Mark. Right. I mean, Mark, you know, watching Huff, you know, I, I, I say he's a magician because as a quarterback myself, I see some of the things he does. And it's just unthinkable it's that crazy. he can roll he can roll to his left, throw across mm-hmm. his body, and dot somebody sixty-five yards down the field over uh, coverage. Yeah. And, and and as a as a very unathletic human being, I, I, just, <laughs> I just I question the physics, and it's like one of those Madden glitches. And you know, I'm trying to look at and see. If <laughs> but but no. Matt brings up a good point because we're uh, one of the guys that when I was talking to Rashad, or or uh, no, excuse me, I was I was hearing Rashad talk. Um, it, it, he was talking about is 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 one of those guys was Huff that he was talking to. So are you potentially saying that there might be a big shakeup in this league? Because Matt dropped some bombs earlier saying we, we might be looking for something. I'm just sniffing around, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in this league. Do you do you are are you holding back any information? You could say you're holding it back and not give it to us. But uh, are you holding uh, it back any information? No, nah, I'm saying I'm saying that uh, my, my first year playing in a seven, I was a quarterback. So me and Huff, we have a very similar game in terms of uh, being in that backfield and making plays and throwing the ball down the field. So um, like in the NFL, Russell Wilson, my favorite, my favorite quarterback. So I, I like watching winning quarterbacks and see what they do, how they, uh, you know, uh, command the team and see how they get their players to rally around them, um, you know, for it being my first season. I so you like winning quarterbacks, right? I, I I love I love watching winning quarterbacks. Yeah, so and, he's um, probably, guys, he's probably not a fan of me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the, the, I got the. Up I mean, you had you had one you winning season, Corey. I, I, I had I, one winning I, season I, I with that, you. I used to have a winning that. record for this season. Um, I had a career winning percentage that was over five hundred until uh, the Hawks. Um, but technically, those don't go against me because they started a, a running back over me. Sorry, Steve, I'm throwing you under the bus. And Bobby Hammond. The Hammond <laughs> Express rolling in tonight on the pod. <laughs> no, uh, this is relatively tame for me, maybe. No, actually, I'm, 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 I'm a little fired up, I guess. But, Mark, one of the things that is really interesting about what Vegas is doing out there, and I don't know if you know so much, is that they're setting up an infrastructure, like a, like a, like a path for players to build this league, not only just for next year, but for the future. Tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you're looking forward to from the Nevada division specifically. And is it more the chance to win? Or are there other factors in this life move that make this so attractive? Um, it's, it's, the weather is beautiful out there and it is Vegas. So um, apart from the winning, you know, that's that's definitely a, a, a big bonus. Um, and actually going out there, um, you know, this this was no secret. Uh, I've heard it from my own teammates at that time. Um, but if you go back and watch film and. Uh, the ball really never moved unless the ball was in my hands, right, on the offense. And um, the dog agrees. Yeah, I'm trying to say. Um, The dog was saying it's spicy. It was like, 
Yo, tell them, Mark. Tell them that every other time they were giving the ball to other people and you didn't even play in the championship game on offense. You were playing on defense. Like, man, just tell them. Don't hold back. Just tell them. Yeah, so it, it was one of them. Um, if you watch film, the ball didn't move if I didn't have the ball. So um, I just feel like it's a great move um, where I could be the guy when I need to be the guy, but also be able to just play my role. And I don't feel like I, I have to shoulder um, the the offense, so to speak, or the ball movement, so to speak, where, um, you know, Rashad got legs. He gonna get up out of there, and I seen uh, quite a bit of talent, a young talent, um, from the Insomniacs last season. So, um, it's really just building off of that, and then um, being able to implicate and teach what I know, and you know we're gonna have a solid offense. So, that's a huge part of it as well. Now I got the I got the really important question now, Mark. Yes, sir tinyurl.a7flmerch. <laughs> Thick boy season, which, look, you're not a big dude, but, I mean, it really is a pause moment. But, I mean, hey. I whatever. can't do that hey, one. I don't care. Uh, it's still funny. Uh, it might be <laughs> hilarious. Us, us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. Um. The I, I can't do the first one. Uh, I'm I'm too skinny for that. <laughs> um, hey, and, and and I'm like Nike. I just do it. So you know, hus hus. You know that's 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 me taking off from the line and burning the DB. So we go hus hus. You feel me? <laughs> you know the fucking vibes. You had another one. That's another one. Listen, at this point, just crown me. T's tiny URL merch king is hus hus forever. You heard? Yes, sir. <laughs> the forever humble Rob Fabian. I love it. But uh, Mark, thank he, you so still, much. Mark, he's still salty that we couldn't do the face thing because of the soul uh, barber resemblance. So he's just happy that. <laughs> I'm I wasn't Rob, getting sued Rob, by Disney honestly, again. At, as a father of four kids watching Disney Plus all the time, I am never going to not say that joke because it's so true. I got four kids myself. I understand. <laughs> You've see, you seen Soul then, right? Uh, yes, I have. I have. That's a great yeah, movie, I, I by the just way. Like that. I just, all right, a, just like that. A, a, great movie, right? A, great movie. B, man, that barber is, is Rob Fabian. <laughs> That's me, Rob, no, I'm, I'm looking a little wolfy. Said it. You, you want you want to give me no, a, I, you want to give me a quick one? I said it on the show. No, I said it on the show. I, I showed my daughters the exact picture before the movie came yeah. out, and I have it on video. My daughter saying, "That's daddy. That's daddy's nose." Like they were dead serious too, and they were like <laughs> two and three at the time. So yeah, hey, you know, I you know that, that movie uh, Legends. Uh, it's it's the Guardians where it's it's like Jack Frost and everything. Well, the Jack Frost character has all white hair. My my kids, when they watched that movie, they were like, look, it's daddy. <laughs> They're really funny. coming out that gray hair. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, kids, this is salt and pepper. It's not all white. 
But Mark, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Once again, you can find him in Las Vegas next season, but also on Instagram, Wild Can Ball. That is Instagram, Wild Can Ball. You can also find him on social media by searching Mark Cooper. Mark, thank you so much for joining us, and we're excited to see what you do in 2023 out west. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank y'all. It's going to be a show. Oh, we can't wait. We're going to get the popcorn and watch from Mission Control. But that means this episode of the three-on-one has come to an end. Go to tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch to buy the Hus Hus I'll Try or Thick Boy Season t-shirts. And you can also find more information about the show and where to follow us on social media in the show notes. For Rob Fabian, Corey Hammond, and our guests Isaac Negron and Mark Cooper, I'm Matt Ryan saying as always... Don't be an asshole. I'll try.